if you've ever listened to a podcast or read one of my books and thought, I wish I knew if that was the right thing for my body, or how could I make that work with my schedule and responsibilities, I've got something for you. A new workbook by me coming out late spring. My Perfect Movement Plan, the Move Your DNA all-day workbook, is for your specific situation because you are going to finish writing it. When you're finished, you will have a guide to a personalized movement diet that nourishes your body in the ways that you need it to. My Perfect Movement Plan is available for pre-order now, and if you pre-order from the publisher, there's a bonus, a free ticket to an upcoming online workshop, Spot the Missing Micronutrients. It's a 90-minute class where you'll learn about five often missing movement micronutrients, and these are subtle movements of the body. In this case, we'll be looking in the shoulders and the hips and the feet that are often tied to pain or injury in those areas. In this workshop, I'll also show you how to supplement with exercise vitamins. I'm putting air quotes around vitamins and how to adjust your regular movement so exercise supplementation isn't as necessary. Pre-order now at mpmpbook.com. That's my perfect movement plan, mpmpbook.com. And you'll automatically receive a bonus class ticket. But wait, there's more. Um, I'm going to be drawing three names from these pre-orders and these peeps are going to get a small group session with me to go over your perfect movement plan. So you can ask me questions and we'll brainstorm your specific situation on a Zoom call together. I cannot wait. So head over to mpmpbook.com for all the details on the book and the bonuses. Read through the frequently asked questions, order the book, get the class, and then get moving. I'm so excited to share this workbook. It's the missing puzzle piece you've been waiting for, and it's so very actionable. This is Katie B, and you are about to listen to an early episode of my podcast. Now the show is called The Move Your DNA Podcast, and you can find all episode transcripts and the show notes to this episode at nutritiousmovement.com slash podcast. Enjoy. Hi, friends. It's me, Katie. Today is a bonus episode because I have a social media break coming up and I wanted to talk to you about why and how to transition away from social media, even if you are, like me, someone whose business seems to depend on it. Detailed show notes with exercise gifts and visual examples and links are all available on my website, nutritiousmovement.com, in the show notes of this episode, number 80. is shaping your body. This is a fun quote from Wayne Curtis in an excellent book, The Last Great Walk. I highly recommend it on how long distance walking isn't really feasible anymore. Quote, the truth is that I'd undoubtedly be distracted while walking as well. I'd probably be reviewing email as I walked or checking my stats on the GPS app or pedometer or tweeting about how I was checking my pedometer. End quote. I'm taking a social media break, a two-month-long one at that. I'm used to taking smaller breaks like for tech-free Sundays and screen-free week, but this longer break feels more significant as social media is sort of my job. You've probably read on your smartphone via social media that there's this potential new category of addiction to our smartphones and to social media. 
anytime I've read about it on my smartphone via social media, I wonder, do I have that? And then I quickly forget about it as I make my thumb and finger laps through my email, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for work. I write books, eight of them so far, about movement and the aspects of modern living that act as casts, sometimes literally and sometimes figuratively, on how we move. Animals constantly respond to their environment and vice versa. We're shaped, literally, by the shape of our environment, and our shape influences the environment right back. I've written books on how the shape of our shoes affects the shape of our feet, and how the shape of our resting positions, chairs, chairs, couches, chairs, shapes our knees, hips, and spines, and how the distance from what we look at most, screens, shapes our eyeballs. It recently occurred to me that social media is itself a cast in that it requires us to adopt particular physical movements and positions to use it, which means our bodies are currently being shaped by social media. Acknowledging that our phones are influencing our physical health isn't super groundbreaking. Your iPhone is ruining your posture and your mood. Text neck is becoming an epidemic and could wreck your spine. And digital disabilities, text neck, cell phone elbow are painful and growing. All live on the New York Times and Washington Post websites. These articles offer general advice on cutting down usage, taking breaks, and even postural correctives to reduce the impact of these devices, all of which is great. But what happens when you perceive that to step away from social media is to lose out on something? What happens when you associate loss of income, connection, and community with whatever advice you're getting from health experts? How do you transition yourself away from relying on this or any cast? To me, these articles give us excellent reasons to do less on your phone, but are missing the how-to portion that many of us are searching for in vain, on our phones probably. To me, what's affecting our bodies so much is not the devices we're using, but our adaptation to the relationships, to other people, our income and information they offer. I had a phone for years before I ever had a problem putting it down. So at least for me, the issue isn't the phone itself, but what I can access on it. To talk in biological terms, we're adapting to our phone portal. Not only the permanent bends of our thumbs and the tensions in our chests and shoulders, but to the fact that Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are our frequently used portals for communication and often stand in for the live community we lack. How do we disconnect from our phones when it means we have to disconnect from our world as we know it? This question, is there a way to connect with the world, with my business, in a way that doesn't pass through my phone portal is exciting to me. My work consists primarily of creating steps to changing mindsets and lifestyles so that more movement occurs naturally. Thus, it's my job to step away from social media, if only to create the steps for how to do it. And if I see my job to be more than a teacher, if my job as a person is also the doing of the things I teach, then stepping away from social media and into the new, read, old, way of connection, one that doesn't cast our bodies so severely, serves multiple functions. It's key to recognize that social media is the portal for communication and the facilitator of stiff 
hands and arms because we keep using it. By using social media as a portal for my information, I've been demanding social media movements of both me and my social media followers. Said another way, the fact that I use social media is what makes it something I and my followers have to use. I'm facilitating tight thumbs and elbows and eyeballs. I'm requiring them, even. One of my most popular books is Whole Body Barefoot, Transitioning Well to Minimal Footwear. This book, in a long, potentially run-on sentence, is Your feet have lots of joints that need lots of movement to stay healthy. You've been wearing shoes that are still and have casted the motion of your feet. But as we've added thicker and stiffer footwear, the world over which we walk has alongside become hard and potentially hazardous for your feet. And because your feet are super weak and not adapted to terrain, and because the terrain you frequent is largely unsuitable for bare feet, we need to slowly adapt your feet and the habits of how and where you walk to solve this issue. And P.S. There are more details on how to do this within the book. I'm bringing up whole body barefoot because we can use a similar approach to transitioning well to minimal social media. We need a plan. Have I mentioned that I love social media? I really do. I like social media like I love a great pair of minimal shoes, which are shoes that offer protection while simultaneously allowing lots of movement. To take this long break, I've had to figure out all the elements of social media, the anatomy of social media, if you will, the way I have had to do for shoes and decide whether each element is helpful or unhelpful to my end goal of moving more of my body more often. I'll be the first to say that there are all sorts of great elements to social media alongside the not-so-great ones, and that what places these elements in the helpful and not-as-helpful categories depends on the individual. This list isn't exhaustive, it's just mine. Helpful. Connection. Information. Education. Inspiration. Entertainment slash distraction. Business. Portability. Artistic. Not-as-helpful. Screen time, certain repetitive body movements of the head, neck, spine, wrists, thumbs, and eye muscles. Physical isolation, distraction, frequency, portability. My approach to my break is not, quote, go barefoot, i.e. get rid of all these inputs, but, quote, change shoes. Like those are air quotes. (laughs) I.e. get the helpful elements without the not as helpful ones. Here are the steps I'm taking to transition to a different way of connecting alongside which of my elements of social media they address. Step one, inform your following business or personal about your break ahead of time, multiple times, as I did on my social media channels, as well as this podcast over a few months and include why you're doing this. In general, people wish you well. They might mourn the loss of constant access to your perspective in daily life, but that's okay. The elements, connection, information, and business. And you can see a gallery of my two weeks, one week, last day off to show how I'm doing that in the show notes. Two, offer other ways to stay connected. My social media break is not a work break. It's a break from the habit of doing things in a way that's proven to be detrimental to us physically. So I've dusted off my old newsletter software, but not to send out the old newsletter style of yesteryear. I'm offering shorter, often image-based pieces that will match the style of social media. 
What's the difference? I'm sending out one a week, max, so that I'm not constantly on my phone and my followers don't have to worry that they'll miss something if they don't log on and do their social media laps. I've also informed my followers of how I'll be using my email outreach going forward so they know what to expect. I'm ramping up and reminding my followers of my non-social media portals of info like my podcast and books and took the time to introduce my followers to each other via a social media roll call. You can see a sample of the graphic that I created for that. If we're removing a bit of community, then taking the time to replace it to achieve community in another way is helpful. The elements that this addresses, connection, information, education, inspiration, entertainment and distraction, business, still artistic, but I'm also reducing frequency and isolation. Step three, have a plan for your hands. Many smokers will say that they're not adapted to nicotine as much as they are to the habit of smoking, the physical practice of the ceremony of smoking. This can be one of the reasons those quitting smoking find themselves needing to put something else in their mouth. They're used to the motions. So if you want to cut down on your phone or social media use, it might help to keep your hands busy. There are a great list of things you can do instead of picking up your smartphone, but I've decided to come up with four exercises that can actually break up some of our physical adaptations to all that social media time. And P.S., anyone can do these, social media break notwithstanding, and one of them you can actually do while you're using your phone. Elements this step is addressing, reducing physical adaptations to repetitive positioning and adding movement. Exercise one, head ramping which is kind of just backing your face away from the phone. Keeping your eyes on the horizon and without lifting the chin or chest, slide your head back toward the wall behind you. This is an easy adjustment that immediately increases the height of your head, decompresses the vertebrae in your neck, and stretches the small muscles in the head, neck, and upper back. Simple and effective. Exercise two is a thumb stretch. Make a loose fist with your right hand, with a thumb pointing up, sort of like you're hitchhiking. Grab the thumb with the left hand as low as you can and move it like as an old-fashioned joystick. Pew, pew, pew. Slowly move it toward you and to side to side at varying angles. Exercise three, wrist stretch. Keeping your shoulders down and relaxed, touch the backs of your hands together so you're not putting your palms together so that all fingers touch You're putting the backs of the hands together until all fingers touch, including the thumbs. Then lower your wrists down as low as they can go. Hold them or move them slowly up and down in front of your torso or right to left, keeping the thumbs touching. Exercise four is a thoracic stretch. Place your hands on a wall. Step back to bring your hips behind you and then lower your chest towards the ground, stretching your shoulders. To see little video clips of each of these exercises, again, don't forget to check the show notes. Way easier to gather how to do an exercise from a video rather than a podcast. In the end, it's not my intention to force people off social media as if I could, but to inform you, remind you, and demonstrate to you and to myself always how malleable our body, habitat, and habits are. I want to keep alive the idea and the practice of choice to show that we are able to transition out of our culture's physical casts, chairs, shoes, and Instagram, if we can break down the mental casts that accompany them. 
I cannot say enough how important it is to use a stepwise approach to transitioning whenever you're uncasting anything and how the steps are endlessly definable by you. My big social media break at this point was facilitated by smaller transitions. For example, I moved away from forums in general and then forums on Facebook over a couple of years ago. With each transition, I found myself moving more and taking more action, literally moving more, for the topics I had previously just spent time reading about and passionately discussing via social media. Remember the time you dropped your phone, probably in the toilet, and were forced offline and found that life was different and not all bad once you unplugged? This break is a high-pressure environment I'm creating to facilitate, force really, some adaptations on both a work and personal level. I suspect that after my break, I will have adapted to some new habits and put new, read old, systems in place that are more nourishing to me and my followers in the end. If past transitions, like when I tossed my couch or any indication, I'll likely continue to do this type of transitioning to minimal for the rest of my life, delving into change when I tune into symptoms influenced by an aspect of my environment. I'm an 80s kid, and I feel like movies from that decade are my elders. I find quotes from them popping into my head when I need wisdom. And lately, when I think about shrugging off the cast of social media from my body, all I can think of is this scene from War Games where the talking computer, likely Siri's grandfather, is trying to figure out the strategy necessary to win a geothermal nuclear war. The computer quickly plays itself only to deduce that no matter what the scenario, nuclear war will ultimately destroy everything. Not to get too dramatic about my social media break, but it just goes to show you that what you watch ends up as part of your anatomy. The computer's takeaway, and mine on various matters more and more often, is this. Strange game. The only winning move is not to play. Strange game. The only winning move is not to play. reminder, you can find Social Media is Shaping Your Body and the videos demonstrating the exercises in the show notes on the podcast page at nutritiousmovement.com. If you enjoy Katie reading her writing, check out her audiobooks, Move Your DNA, Movement Matters, and Whole Body Barefoot on Audible or iTunes.